hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. I am here to talk to you today and hang out a little. Today, we're going to be talking about our New Year's goals and if we've already jumped off that bandwagon, if we've already fallen off the tracks, I have 10 easy, small, transforming habits that will help you get back on track and reach those goals. So let's dive in. It is a beautiful sunny day today in California. I am blessed with lots of sunshine, although it would be really nice if it rained, (laughs) but God knows. So here we go. Today, I just wanted to help you get back on track with your goals that you've set for 2022. I don't know about you, but by this time, most people have decided to give up on their goals or any goals that they have set for 2022. They have thrown in the towel and decided that it is just impossible. They can't do it. They've tried. It just didn't work. There are so many excuses, right? So it's time to get back on track. Make sure that you grab a pen and paper because you will want to write these down. There are three big keys to accomplishing your goals. And then I'm going to give you 10 doable, tactical goals and easy steps to walk through your goal setting for this year. So before we jump in, I just want to remind you to leave a review if you can. It just warms up my heart and helps other moms to be able to hear this podcast. Apple podcast will just put it in front of other moms, the more reviews and subscriptions that we have. So it's always such a blessing to have reviews. And if you would like to subscribe, so you don't miss an episode. As always, we would love for you to come on over to the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. Jump on in and uh, be part of our community. We love hanging out over there and building our community and talking together. So come on over if you need a group and some fun people to hang out with who know what space you are in, (laughs) who are moms, and we all kind of feel for each other. So come on in and you'll get lots of encouragement and accountability. 
If you want to jump into Better Health, Better Me, it's another group that I created just recently to encourage us in our health goals, if you have any. So jump on in over there. This episode is more streamlined to that group, the Better Health, Better Me group. So jump on over there, share what goals you have for this year, if they're health goals or so many other things. So come on over and share. And with that, let's jump back into how we can get on track with our goals. So the three key things to accomplishing your goal, now your goal doesn't necessarily have to be losing weight or anything healthy, but in any goal that you have set, the number one thing that you want to set up is your why. This is your why behind your goal. This is why you want to accomplish this goal. For example, if it's you want to lose some weight, maybe you want to lose weight so that you can play with your kids and run up and down stairs and wrestle with them. And that's a big why that you would have more time to play, to be a good inspiration and motivation for your kids that they can see you healthy and running around and playing with them, or maybe it is different. So make sure you have your why behind your goal. This will definitely help motivate you when it gets really hard to accomplish your goal and you have to dig down deep and get some extra energy or extra motivation. Your why will be that driving force. Number two is to plan small, doable habits. These need to be small, achievable habits that you can do that will make a huge difference. So these are kind of like small little stepping stones that you know you can make it to and you know you can make it to the next one. For example, if maybe your goal was to work out more, maybe you just do one push-up, and then the next day you did two push-ups. And then the next day you did three. These are small, doable habits, small little stones. And number three, accountability. So this one, it's super important to pick a friend. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's our Facebook community. Someone that will keep you focused on your goals, someone that you can connect with. And so this can be a goal about anything, whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to write a book. And so this person would be just keeping you accountable to what you have started and where you are headed. So now we have those three keys, our why behind our goal. Number two, our small doable habits like stepping stones. And number three, our accountability. Somebody to hold your hand as you're walking down those little stepping stones to that end big giant result. All right. So now it's time to tackle our goals with 10 easy steps. So I'm going to go over these steps and just use the example of losing weight because summer is coming. Maybe that's something that you would like to do or not, but in this way, it just helps us talk through these tangible steps a little easier if I can give some examples of what we're talking about. So grab a piece of paper, 
Maybe it's that note section on your phone or just listen if you are driving. Number one, decide a tangible goal. Now, this has to be a goal that you can measure. So maybe it's that you want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe you want to lose 40 pounds by the summer or by a certain date. So this is not an inachievable goal. This has to be a goal that is tangible, achievable, and kind of measurable. So it's not that you're going to lose 200 pounds in two months. It's more of, okay, I would like to weigh this much. So I would need to lose this much as a tangible goal. Maybe it's if you were writing a book, you said, okay, I want to have the draft of the book done by this date. So it's very tangible, measurable goal. That's number one. Number two, make an achievable plan and break it down. So maybe this is in our example about weight loss, it could be lose five pounds per month by the summer. So you want to kind of walk backwards from where your goal is. So let's say if you wanted to lose 40 pounds by this summer, let's say by the end of summer, by the middle of summer, maybe you say by July. And so you walk back each month and decide, okay, how many pounds do I need to lose each month to get to my goal in July? So it's making those small, doable stepping stones and achieving a plan, kind of breaking it down of how you're going to get to that goal. Number three is to reward yourself as you reach your smaller goals. So these little stepping stones that are achievable, that you're working hard to step to the next one. And maybe that's in our example here, losing weight. So maybe once you've lost five pounds, you reward yourself. And once you've lost another five pounds, you reward yourself again. I have made a chart for my clients and it has their current weight. And then at the bottom, it has maybe their goal weight. And so we've broken it down of every five pounds or every 10 pounds, they get a reward. And this reward doesn't have to be at all associated with food. Maybe it's buying a new water bottle. Maybe it's buying new tennis shoes that you needed. Maybe it's doing something fun with your kids that you didn't think you had time to do. So every one of those, as you reach that goal, it can be a really fun, just a little reward for yourself to keep yourself going. Maybe you go and get your nails done or you go and get a massage. But usually for health coaching, I try to steer clear of it being food and it's more of a thing or maybe it's something you're doing as an action. So think about that. Reward yourself as you reach your smaller goals. If it was a book, maybe you reward yourself after you write each chapter. So there's a clear mark like, okay, I've written chapter one and chapter two, and I'm almost done with chapter three. So every time maybe you finish a chapter, you would reward yourself just a little. This kind of keeps you going and gives you some motivation. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you wanna gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, This inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 
70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number four, to track your goals. Now for weight loss and health-related goals, I use an app called Lose It. And that one I use to track my goals. You can track all of your food in there, your water intake, your sleep, your exercise, all those things. And it's super easy. So you just go into the tracker section and you log what you ate for breakfast, what you ate for dinner, etc. Now I have found that it's really important to do it right after you eat something or else you forget what you eat. But this kind of just jumps a little bit deeper in this goal of tracking your goals because it's really easy to eat things and not even notice what you're putting in your mouth. So by writing it down or putting it down in this app, you're becoming more aware of what you are eating and more aware of the habits that you have. And so in that way, you are tracking your goal. This can also be, you can use the scale for this. Scale tends to get into other methods, but using a scale to weigh yourself, you can get kind of a good idea at the very beginning and maybe midway through, but the scale won't tell you all the information you need. The scale won't tell you if you are losing fat and gaining muscle. It may look the same. So just be wary that the numbers on the scale are not always truthful. And so just take them with a grain of salt. Number one is decide a tangible goal that can be measured. Number two is to make achievable plans to kind of break it down, those little stepping stones. Number three is to reward yourself as you reach each of those smaller stepping stones. Number four is to track your goal and kind of your progress and what your habits are. Number five is schedule. So put some things in your schedule. If it was that you were going to plan to write a book, maybe you set aside two hours a day to write your book. If it was lose some weight, maybe you set aside one hour a day at a specific time to go work out or to go run with a friend or do something. Put put it in your schedule. Put those steps in your schedule, whether that be your planner or maybe it's a Google calendar or maybe it's both, that you're putting it in, you're thinking about how you're going to achieve that goal. Number six, to set reminders. Maybe this is carrying around a water bottle so that you remember to drink water or leaving water around the house. I know I did that one. We had leftover water from a birthday party and there are these tiny little airplane bottles of water and the boys hardly drank them. So we had a ton of them left. So I would just carry around tiny water bottles, little airplane water bottles, drink them up and then recycle them. And so the more little tiny water bottles I drank up, the better it was. It just really encouraged me to drink up my water because I wanted to throw them all away. They were everywhere. So maybe it's something like that, but set some reminders out for yourself. 
So if that was to write a book, you would set reminders out of maybe you would leave your manuscript out on your desk or leave out your favorite pencil that you were using, or maybe it was you would leave your computer in places knowing that you were going to type on it. So leaving things out that would remind you that you need to walk down that path. Number seven is to do it with friends and make it fun and accountable. So for this, I would encourage you, maybe you have gym friends that you meet at the gym for certain classes. I know I do, and I love it. I love hanging out with them in the morning and seeing them and just working out with them. We have so much fun and giggle and laugh the whole time that we're working out. And it makes it so much more fun. Maybe you like to go walking. Maybe you want to join a friend every day at a certain time or once a week to go walking and just make it fun, but definitely do it with a friend. And that will also give you a little bit of accountability. My friends at the gym know when I'm not there and they will call me or ask me or say, Hey, what are you doing? How's it going? We didn't see you the other day. If you have a friend that you're meeting with every week to go for a walk, they're going to wonder when you skip a week. So just make sure that you make it fun, but also accountable. Number eight, don't sabotage yourself and put up tripping hazards. So this can apply to losing weight. It can apply to any of your goals. So in the example of losing weight, this one would be don't buy a lot of junk food and then have to use your willpower to try not to eat it. So don't have a ton of junk food around if you know you're not supposed to eat it because you then you just have to use up that willpower in trying not to eat it and eventually you're going to eat something and then you're going to feel guilty. So don't sabotage yourself. Don't put tripping hazards in your way. So maybe this was, if you had a book that you were writing, this would be, don't try to write several books at one time or to plan a bunch of stuff where then you don't have any time to sit down and write your book. So in the end, just make sure that you are making good, smart decisions not to sabotage yourself and put up all kinds of barriers. Number nine is to plan ahead. In the idea of losing weight, there's a lot of things that you need to plan ahead for. Maybe there's a holiday that's coming up and you know your family's gonna get together and have this big, amazing, huge dinner and you're trying to lose weight and that's just not gonna work. So what can you do? What can you do before you get there to prepare and to plan so that you can still have fun at holidays, at parties, all those kinds of things, but that maybe you eat a little bit healthier. Maybe you take a granola bar before you go. Maybe you eat dinner before you go. What kind of things can you do to make it a little bit easier? Because we know that there will always be challenges. Challenges will come up and we will need to plan on how to deal with them. But if we can plan a little bit more ahead and not get kind of blindsided, it works so much better. So make sure that you are planning ahead. Number 10, give yourself some grace if you fall off the wagon. Don't throw in the towel and don't give up. So many people on their health journey will eat something that they shouldn't. So maybe they're trying to lose weight and they ate chocolate for lunch or they ate sugar or candy or they had alcohol or they had a drink. Then they thought, oh, 
well, never mind. My whole day is ruined. So it doesn't matter if I have one glass of wine or 15 or, oh, I ate half that bag of cookies. Oh, well, I'm just going to eat the rest of them. Don't do that. Don't fall off the wagon just because you did one little thing. We all slip up. So give yourself some grace and take a deep breath and decide, okay, you know what? The cookie was so yummy. I really enjoyed it. Now I'm going to move on to some other things because I know I don't need to just stay here and eat cookies. So just to recap, our three keys to accomplishing our goals would be our why, to set small doable habits, and to be accountable. Our top 10 easy steps and tricks to achieving your goal, whatever that might be. Number one, decide on a tangible, measurable goal. Number two, make an achievable plan and break it down like stepping stones. Number four is to reward yourself as you reach those smaller stepping stones. Number four is to track your goals. Track how you're doing. Number five, schedule. Make sure you put your goals and when you're going to do them into your actual routine. Number six is reminders. Make sure that you set out a water bottle if you are trying to remember to drink. Maybe in the other example we did about a book, you need to set your alarm for when you're going to take that work time. Maybe you set it for, okay, every day at 10 o'clock, I'm going to work on my book for two hours. So set an alarm or carry a water bottle. Make sure you set reminders for your goal. Number seven, do it with friends and make it fun and accomplishable. This one is super fun. I have to say, I love going to work out and hanging out with friends. Number eight, do not sabotage yourself and put up tripping hazards. Oh, enough said for this one. Yes, do not sabotage yourself. Don't go out and buy things, that kind of stuff, and then realize it's not going to work. Number 10, give yourself grace even if you fall off the wagon and you decide, oh goodness, this is too hard. Give yourself a little bit of grace. Don't throw in the towel and don't give up. Oh, I'm super excited for you to try these easy steps to attain your goals for 2022. You definitely can do it. Don't listen to those negative thoughts. Don't listen to all that negativity that's coming in because it is not from God. Oh, and let me know how it is going. I am super excited to hear and maybe keep you accountable in our Facebook group to hear what your new goals are for 2022, how you're going to attain them, maybe little rewards you're going to give yourself for them. So fun. All right, now go and have a very busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, Please share this with others. 
take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our days, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!